If only they knew how his brother talked about them, despising them more, for some reason, than the ordinary man in the street. Who was it? Aidan had asked on his last visit to Liam in prison. Some guy? Liam's faulty memory, or selective divulging of information you never could tell with him, was making all of this vague when Aidan needed it to be definite. He would be travelling to the other side of the world to look for her, after all. Someone she knew at school, I went to church with. Some dude she was friendly with at youth group, Aidan prompted him. This guy, he saw her up north near Byron Bay. Liam smiled. Dolphins, he said. And Aidan couldn't help himself. He smiled too. Even in this serious place, Liam doing one of his impressions was irresistible. I see drumming. Liam's hand slapped the table in front of him and he looked up beyond Aidan, his face assuming a far-seeing gaze. Open-air markets, full of unwashed people and fire-twirling, no doubt. When they lived in Australia as teenagers, they'd never been north of Sydney, but they'd heard enough to get the lowdown on Byron Bay. It was California thirty years ago. It didn't matter which year. Just think of California thirty years before that, and there you had it. With space. It was Glastonbury, with better food. Portland, with cheaper prices. It was any alternative place with fewer people and better weather. Can't imagine her living near Byron Bay, said Aidan, doubtful. She definitely was not the type. Liam shrugged. That's what I heard. She could have moved. Nah, runs a business, they said. A family, the whole bit. So this was specific, thought Aidan. How typical of Liam, acting as if it was all a rumour when he probably had a photo. He probably had some kind of illegal web-streaming spying equipment set up and trained on her. When Liam wasn't in prison, he always had the latest phone, the latest computer. Click on Google Person and you'd see her on the toilet right now. When Aidan arrived home that night, he clicked on Google Earth. The town was called Mullumbimby. The map twirled and zoomed, giving him a slight feeling of seasickness and a very real sense of power. This must be how the CIA bosses felt back when this technology was exclusively theirs, coming round to show them a counter-strike on the Sandinistas, thought Aidan, or the Taliban, funded by them at that time, of course, on the Russians. Closer, it wanted an address. He opened a new window and typed Mullumbimby into the business directory. He just wanted to get a look at the place. A fuzzy picture came clear. Jesus Christ, you wouldn't want to be having it off with the woman next door at the wrong moment or indulging in a naked slash in the garden. There it was, a low wooden fence, a grassy verge, a looming, lowering sky. Trees and more trees. So much green. He zoomed along the street. Tennis courts and big gardens. More trees. Purple blooms. The verge of the road melding into grassy dirt. And it turned out she was right where Liam's informer had said she'd be. Working in her cafe and looking just the same. You'd think she might have cut her hair or dyed it or something. That thick black mane cut in a square fringe across a forehead was a dead giveaway. Unless he had it all wrong and she wasn't hiding. Mullumbimby wasn't that far from Sydney, 
or London for that matter, his own presence proving the point in question. She wasn't much aged either, that skin, but without that bloom she'd had, that dusky rose-tinted blush. She looked washed out, actually, underneath her olive skin. Not unattractive, if dark-featured, depressed-looking, secretive women were your thing. The evening of his arrival, he'd followed her home right to her driveway, although she made an interesting detour to the pub. That wasn't her husband she was sharing a bottle of wine with, surely. He'd gone out there again this morning, and Megan had almost bumped into him, reversing her car down her driveway at an unwise speed. He hadn't expected her to turn around so fast, hadn't expected her to get such a good look at him, with his helmet off, no less, so soon. She didn't recognise him, though. He could tell. It didn't surprise him. He'd been just a boy.